welcome to the segment we call It Takes an Idiom to Know One, hosted by Sarcastic Scott, Jurassic John, and Artistic Ali. So, John, do you have an idiom for us this week? Yes, I do. And what idiom would you like to talk about today? I have food for thought. Food for thought. What exactly do you mean by that? Food for thought. Food for thought is an idiom. It means um, I'm offering you something to think about. Okay. Can you explain a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. I used it in the last week. Uh, I attended a meeting and at the meeting, or after the meeting, uh, I spoke with a colleague and uh, said to my colleague, wow, that was uh, lots of food for thought in that meeting, meaning that um, we talked about lots of things that we can go away and think about. I'll, I'll just hand it over to Ali. Ali, can you think of an example yourself spontaneously? Uh, I can try, John. Uh, I mean, to me personally, I've always thought about this idiom as a suggestion. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Rather exactly, than, I think that's exactly what I just said. Yeah. Because the idea is like, for example, um, hey, you know, like I'm listening to this podcast and it's not really fun. It's kind of annoying. There sounds kind of bad. Like the quality isn't there. Not this one. Okay. Course. Well, of course not. Man. It's a good example. I'm happy that he could uh, give you one uh, to make you maybe understand it a little bit better. But, <sighs> um, but well, Ali, Ali makes a good point. Uh-huh. Um, it can also be like a suggestion and i think that's another subtle way to use it but i actually received an sms from you this week scott and yeah. it was a picture and below it you wrote food for thought right so those were suggestions because we're looking for for photos yeah right photos to go on the yeah. uh the pod beam yeah so there's like six or seven or eight photos yeah yep. and you remember you planted the idea into our heads because you were like, oh, what do you guys think about, you know, so you were asking for advice or suggestions, yeah. seven or eight different opinions and mm-hmm. yeah, food for thought, John. So then you decide in the first place, John, see, yeah. you see how, or I see could how also much s- like, <laughs> more like explicit that is. That's so good, man. I'm going to add one more detail to what Scott posted is that there was a pun in there too, right, Scott? There was a pun, but remind yeah. me what, what, what it was. I, I'm, I can't. As in the, the, the picture that you shared was a bunch of different foods. And ah, dude, yes, right. I did. You know what? I like that photo that was taken all over that horizontally, eventually. but mm-hmm. I really like that photo because it's just when they brought it to the table, everything looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was also a pun. And posting a photo of food and then uh, mentioning that that's food for thought um, could also be a clue to the origin of this uh, idiom. Hmm. Okay. Any, any ideas of perhaps where it comes from? Ooh, uh, so, uh, Ali, do you I, have a hypothesis? I wish I did. I mean, my hypothesis were, was more related to, you know, um, the idea that food actually reinvigorates the mind 
it gives you power. So it lets you think. I mean, that's basically how I believe this pun. Like this is what the meaning is. Uh, but uh, I'm really not sure about the origins, though. I mean, I'm I can't really recall where they are, come from. No Maybe idea. Maybe before making an important decision, you need to eat something. That's a very good. Okay, that's I I like that. Because again, like food for thought, there's a decision that has to be made or will be yeah, made. Of course. Right? So everybody's giving you different ideas. Mm. So maybe you don't, make, you don't make important decisions on an empty stomach. Yeah. That's all, yeah. I think that's another one. Yeah, I think they're two great hypo hypotheses. Um, actually, I checked. And, <laughs> I, <laughs> and what did you find, John? No, that's good. Yeah. And um, surprisingly, though, uh, I checked three, four sources and every source had a different origin. So it was hard for me to pinpoint perhaps where it comes from. So um, I like your two hypotheses. They make uh, a lot more sense perhaps than what I read. Um, one hypothesis was that it uh, originated from um, the French Revolution. Okay. It started to question um, ideas that they were always told. And so thinking became... Uh, a new concept and questioning um, perhaps some established traditions, hmm. rules, laws. So yeah, that was one source. But again, I'm not really sure. I actually like your two hypotheses. I'm going to run with them. Is that post-Renaissance? <laughs> yeah. Or the French Revolution. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, do you know when the French Revolution was? Started? I'm trying to think. I mean, that's, the Enlightenment comes after that. So yeah. I can give you a quick um, French Revolution. You know, I'm from America, man. I don't know anything about European history. <laughs> There's a really easy way to remember mm. when the French Revolution was on. The date is 1789. So it's just right after mm. our revolution. No, 789. 1776. Yeah. So right afterwards, like, okay, like 20 years later. Yeah. 789? Okay, 1789. So, there you go. Thank you for listening to Enlingua Podcast, live from Dessau. We hope you stay tuned for more episodes.